you'll spend six months researching your big screen TV, but you'll go online and buy supplements from anyone. We just buy whatever's the cheapest or seems like the best deal or has the best marketing scheme. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey guys, it's Ella. Before we jump in, I just wanted to tell you that I come back on at the end of this interview to share my own takeaways on everything that Gary says. So stick around for that, as well as some other updates. So we'll jump into Gary first and then stick around for a little bit more Ella. Here we go. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella, and today's guest is unlike any guest I have had before. My guest today is Gary Collins, and he comes to us with a background from the U.S. State Department, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and time with the FDA as a special agent. Gary's got some pretty strong opinions, going to blow the lid off of the supplement world for us. So without further ado, let me introduce Gary Collins. Hey Gary, how you doing? Great. Thanks for having me on. Gary is an author. He was a college professor. He advises high-level organized sports programs, athletic teams. Gary, I can't even begin to do your background justice. Can you please attempt to explain who you are and what you do? Uh, I've done quite (laughs) a bit, and it's just a wide variety in kind of where I come from. But I grew up hunting, fishing, uh, running outdoors from uh, dawn to dusk and or dusk to dawn and just did everything that I could athletically, played athletics all my life, but like everyone else, ate horrible. My main diet as a child was Pop-Tarts, Captain Crunch, and uh, Kool-Aid. And Delvita and white bread sandwiches. That was another one. And the thing was, I was surrounded by free range uh, chickens. We had chickens, grass fed, free range cattle. I had basically exposure to everything in my area. But did we eat it? Eh, occasionally. Uh, but from there, went on to college, graduated with a BS in criminal justice. Then uh, went in the military, uh, worked in military intelligence for quite a while and got a master's in forensic science, and then became a federal agent in the U.S. State Department first. Yeah, uh, I know all the Hillary stuff, actually, on the inside. That's a different show, Gary, different show. (laughs) That's a totally different show. Um, And then from there, from kind of traditional law enforcement, I went into white collar, which was U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and then the Food and Drug Administration. So I got to see the inside of how our food and drug industry really works, And it had a profound effect on my life because I always thought I was healthy. But as I was aging, all these, uh, you know, continuous health problems started to manifest themselves and get worse and worse and worse. And then I kind of started reading about some of the people I was investigating, some of the holistic practitioners, naturopaths. But with that, I kind of took the information that they had and started changing my life, which kind of put me more in a paleo primal way of eating and exercising that I really didn't know the names to it. I was just in Gary's world doing his own thing. And then after a while, became burned out and left the government and decided I was going to help people and teach them all the things that I had learned over my many decades in uh, sports, nutrition, and investigations. 
and Gary, we haven't even touched on a lot of your accomplishments. I know that you're a master level personal trainer. I know that you're a member of any number of athletic and sports related associations, a super fit guy who's over 40. So you didn't just, you know, fall out of bed and, and you have 2% body fat. Like you're, you're walking the walk and no. talking the talk, but I'd love to go back to your role as a part of the FDA and your work when you were an investigator, what types of things did you work on in that capacity? Uh, there was many varieties. The FDA is a subdivision of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So they're very related, but different crimes. Uh, when I was with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, my main focus was on healthcare fraud, waste, fraud, and abuse, um, a lot of overbilling through doctors, uh, billing for services not provided, unnecessary surgeries, uh, your doctor feel goods, the guys who are just uh, getting everyone on prescription drugs, mainly in the form of painkillers. And then they would bill Medicaid and Medicare and make tremendous amounts of money. Um, there was a lot of uh, organized crime on that side of it too. And then the FDA, it was more of basically food and drug investigations. But on the drug end, I specialized in counterfeit pharmaceutical drugs, which opened up the world of counterfeit supplements because they were always involved in the in both. It was amazing for me to watch the people who were in the counterfeit drugs kind of groups. They were always doing strange other things. I mean, they were selling pallets of counterfeit Jiffy peanut butter, pallets what? of, you know, toothpaste. Oh, it's the counterfeit world is insane. It is, besides terrorism, it is the most damaging economic force in the world, is counterfeits. Well, in your experience there, I know, has really helped you develop a rather robust view on the world of supplements. And that's a topic I really want to get in with you today. Is it okay if we start there? That's totally fine. Okay, so so let's talk about it. So you're pretty tough on the supplement world now because of your experience. So what what are we missing in the supplement world? What do we not know? Um, well, in the supplement world is very similar to the pharmaceutical drug world, and that's what I tell people the same practices are used. And when you look at uh, the pharmaceutical drug world, we already know a lot of the problems with that, that it's greed and money is the main focus of the pharmaceutical drug world. But also, I'm um, one of those people who is an integrated approach saying, hey, not all pharmaceutical drugs are bad. There is a place for them. And it's the same thing with supplements. You know, with supplements... There's a lot of people that have no background in health, nutrition, or care anything about it, but they know supplements make a lot of money, and that's how they get into it. When it comes to supplements, it's kind of, uh, I call it the Wild West, because the FDA loosely regulates it, and basically nothing comes to the surface until one of those companies either injures, injures someone or has a death or does something wrong. For the most part, you can basically, as a supplement company, do a lot of things that you can't do on the farm school drug side. But that's a good thing. It's good and bad. When it comes to supplements, there's a lot of very, very cheap supplements that are made with inferior ingredients that are touted as the next miracle cure. Dr. Oz, anyone? I mean, the guy touts the, every supplement on there as the cure, you know, and he's gotten in trouble for it. And that's the thing with supplements. They don't, they're not miracles. What they are is they work in combination and help supplement things that you're deficient in. And that's how you have to look at supplements. And for people, the biggest steps I give them as far as what to look out for is you should never be buying your supplements on Amazon from a company that you know nothing about. 
If you're getting your supplements from a reputable distributor or a reputable company that is well known, or from the actual uh, you know company itself that produces the supplements that you know is a good supplement company, that's fine. But Amazon is huge for counterfeiting. That's where everyone fences all their counterfeit products is through Amazon and eBay. That's where a lot of it happens. So you have to be very, very careful when you're buying. I tell people you shouldn't be buying any supplements or food items off Amazon that you don't know the source. You know, if you're just buying it from Joe Blow Supplement Company, you don't have any way way to kind of uh, screen this company, then don't buy them. That's the simplest way, you know, or if it's very cheap, if you're finding the same product for very cheap online, I can almost guarantee that's a counterfeit or expired product. Guarantee it. Okay, so there are so many questions I want to ask you. Well, I want to come back to the Amazon thing and the eBay thing, of course, because I link to stuff on Amazon all the time. So I definitely want to come back to that. But let me ask you this. Let's talk about the actual product itself first. What characterizes a bad supplement versus a good supplement? Oh, boy. That's that's a loaded question. But the easiest way is you get what you pay for. If it's an ultra-cheap supplement, just avoid it. It's just better. It, could it be decent? Sure. And one of the ones I always get beat up on because people love to be a part of this is MLM supplements, multi-leveled marketing schemes. Multi-level marketing came from the old pyramid scheme, but pyramid schemes are now illegal, so they changed the name of it. And it works pretty much the exact same way. Multi-level marketing uh, supplement companies are basically where, where the consumer becomes the seller, and it's tiered. So as you bring in people underneath you, you move up. Well, it's very simple that this this wouldn't work in the supplement industry in the sense that at the very least, you're going to be overpaying for a mediocre supplement at best. Because there's so many tiers between you and the top that have to be paid, you're obviously going to overpay for the product because everyone's getting a cut as opposed to the normal you know, source where you have a, a manufacturer and maybe a wholesaler and then the end person, you have multiple tiers. And with them, I have found that almost, I'll say it, all MLMs I've ever run across because I get approached by them all the time, their products are garbage. They're just absolute garbage. Don't waste your time. I've had family members do it. I've had friends do it. And you have to look at it in this sense that the marketing scheme doesn't make sense for the consumer because you're being sold the product by another consumer, again, who has no background in health or nutrition. They're just trying to get make money or get their products for free. That's a horrible way to go about buying a health product. That is not good at all. But I always get people that hit me up after I say that. They go, but the MLM I sell is good. They're, you, they've been certified and they've been tested. And I go, yeah, okay, they all say that. It's part of the scheme. I've done this for a long time and I've done a lot of investigations. They're garbage, period. So clearly you're not a fan of the process. Do you have a problem with the actual product? Like have you noticed in your career and in your investigations that the products that are so popular through a lot of these network marketing programs, have you noticed an actual difference in the quality of the product itself versus some of the brands that you trust? Oh, absolutely. Um, If you read the labels and you actually understand what they're putting in there, they're chock full of chemicals. They love putting caffeine in everything. Because they know if they put caffeine in there, that it makes you feel good. Because obviously caffeine's going to r- release endorphins, serotonin. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to bring you up. And you think, oh, I'm getting healthier. Look at all this energy I have. 
or they'll put in, you know, things like uh, some amino acids, taurine, some cheap amino acids in order to boost energy, but it's an artificial boost and it's usually through a synthetic ingredient. That's what I always tell people. Just look at the label and look at the claims. The claims they make on these products are outrageous. You know, they tout their uh, their protein drinks uh, as their protein drink is a fat burner. It's going to increase your metabolism and burn fat. Just drink our shake. Well, it's loaded with when you look at it, it's loaded with sugar and caffeine. And I've known people to actually get addicted to the shakes. And that's what they're trying to do. They want you addicted to the product just like a drug company wants you addicted to their painkillers or whatever. And that's what I have a hard time. And if you dig deeper into these MLMs, they're almost always, always started by a serial entrepreneur or marketing person. Then they'll hire uh, a doctor or someone from the health industry as their spokesperson. But that person did not start the company. They're just a hired gun in order to give their company legitimacy. That's it. That's all there is. Okay. And that's a funny topic because I know the people that are involved in MLMs or network marketing, I know that they are so passionate about their products. So I know that you're going to, you just set a bunch of people's hair on fire for sure. I I trust it's not the first time. (laughs) And I've had long discussions with some of these people when I explain how, how the marketing scheme works and how the layers are tiered and how the people selling it are not experts. They're just users. And here's another really good stat that I always leave people with, 99% of people who get involved, and you can go look this up, in MLM or network marketing schemes lose on average at least $2,000. Very, very few people make money, and the main people who make money off it are the people at the top. And they could care less whether you sell the product or not. They want you to sell a product. It helps them, but they're just continually just roping new members in. So it's a revolving door of, you buy the product and now you have to sell it and usually it comes with a minimum. So you're going to be shipped a minimum of product every month on a subscription that you either have to use or move. Huh? How's What's that have to do with health? I feel like you're not going to be inviting us over for a product party anytime soon, Gary. <laughs> well, not those products. Everyone always says they're the exception. And I always tell people if a product is good, it shouldn't have to rely on such a, a slimy marketing technique. I find it fascinating what you've been exposed to. And I know that you've said that like the junk supplements that end up on the market, usually they're either really, really cheap or they figured out to charge a premium because then you'll think it's a better product, right? They sort of fall in those two camps, right? Yes. And, and I'll explain that because it is complicated. When you're talking about the supplement market and the cheap ones, those are kind of the obvious ones I tell people, you know, like CVS brand, you know, your Walmart brand, your Costco brands. You want to pretty much avoid those. They're just not good products. And what people do on the counterfeit side, where those end up counterfeited the most, Centrum Vitamins has been one of the main counterfeited supplement products for the last decade. Oh, you're kidding. And it's done in China. No, and Centrum is not a good product to begin with. Then if you're buying the counterfeit, now you're really buying a bad product. And what happened is these criminal enterprises, and there's a lot of them in China, What they've, because that's where a lot of the facilities are, manufacturing facilities for a lot of American products now are in China. What happens too is these criminal organizations became smart and they realized, okay, if we do high end supplements and we counterfeit them, it costs us pennies on the dollar. We make a ton of money and there's no risk. No one's really ever the wiser for it. 
So what they do is they take, it's very known in the uh, practitioner grade supplements. What they do is then they repackage them and especially in Puerto Rico, there is in huge plants that do nothing but print counterfeit labels and make counterfeit bottles and containers. That's all they do. These ho There's whole industries based on this. So then what they'll do is they'll create the supplement and they have the raw ingredient list. All you got to do is buy it. And they don't care if it works or not or where they get the ingredients from. Long as it's close, they don't care. So it costs them a buck. They sell it for 50 bucks and they don't have any marketing. They don't have to do any of that. They, all they do is sell it to other people buying that product. Where are they selling it? Anywhere. Um, that's what I found during my investigations is this stuff reaches and gets into every major chain. At one point, we realized that counterfeit pharmaceutical drugs were making it into Target, Walmart, pharmacies. They were getting into everywhere. And the same goes for supplements. But like I said, if it seems too good to be true and it's a greatly reduced price over the MSRP that you would get from you know another place, like I said, I can almost guarantee it's counterfeit or expired. And the way they do expired, and actually I just had a conversation with a, a guy in the in, who was in the industry about a big company he worked for, and he told me how they were had hired someone at $10 an hour to unwrap all their expired supplements. They printed all new labels for them and then relabeled them with new expiration dates. And he kind of laughed. He goes, I read your article, and he goes, I went, oh, my God, I worked for a company that did exactly what you described. And it's sad that that's what it's come to. And then people go, well, Oh my God, why do I buy supplements? Why do I get prescription drugs? It's all false. I just, no, it's like anything. You'll spend six months researching your big screen TV, but you'll walk into or go online and buy supplements from anyone. You know, just as long as the, the price is right, we just buy whatever's the cheapest or seems like the best deal or has the best marketing scheme. Even if you do research, how do you know? And I buy, I do buy about half my supplements off of Amazon, but here's what I do, and you can tell me what I'm doing wrong. First of all, I found the brand first, and then I looked for that brand on Amazon. So that is very different than price shopping on Amazon. Then when I get yeah. it on Amazon, I make sure it's coming from that company and not some other storefront. Is that, do you know what I mean? Like if I'm buying yep. something that's a, that's Solgar, S-O-L-G-A-R or Jaro, I make sure that the source where it's actually coming from isn't some dude in a garage somewhere, but it's actually the, the company itself. But I guess I don't even really know. How do you know, Gary, where it's coming from? Well, and that's you have to click a little deeper and you'll see their store name and what, what they used to do. Uh, and, and Amazon's gotten better at this because they caught a lot of heat for counterfeits being on there. But they're still on there. It's, it's an imperfect system. They'll never be able to stop all of it. But you click deeper and it will actually have the storefront name and it'll give you all their information. What companies, these little uh, counterfeiters were doing is they would put the actual product name in their store on the first level tier. And then when you click deeper, you would see their name. So it would be Joe Blow's supplement store once you clicked one deeper. So you just have to keep clicking and make sure you're at the source of the store and if you're buying it from the manufacturer or a pretty, you know, a well-known supplement chain, you know, that's out there, even that's a little iffy because they can get stuff on the market that can be counterfeit or expired to and not know it. It happens in any type of product throughout the country. There's counterfeits of anything. Like I said, I found Jiffy peanut butter and toothpaste and Hunt's ketchup, found a lot of stuff. But 
with supplements, yeah, you're you're doing it right. That's the way to do it is find a reputable brand that you like. But here's another point I like to make with this. I would rather people support their local community first when they can. I'm not saying never shop on Amazon, but to go to your mom and pop, you know, health food stores locally or if you got to travel a town over, why not support that economy? That economy, that puts money right back in your local economy and helps people out. And what you get is you get the face-to-face communication with that person selling you the product, which we're not fans of anymore. And what they'll usually do is if the product doesn't meet your standards or gives you an issue, you have an intolerance or just anything, they'll take it back. That's why I like doing that as well. And I'm a big fan of small communities and and supporting your local store. I've always been a big fan of that. So, you know, like I said, I'm not telling you never buy anything online. I sell only primary online because I do not have a storefront. But I'm a little different in that way. I'll answer, I answer numerous questions every day and I provide products that I have spent forever researching and I only sell products that I truly take or believe in. That's how I look at it. Yeah, because you were so fed up, you actually started your own lines? I did. I was uh, selling practitioner grade stuff for a while and I kept getting knocked out by counterfeiters. You know, I want to give them the best product because one of the things I found as a practitioner is I could give them all the right information and then they would derail it by going out and buying a bunch of crappy supplements. And that was a problem I had is it kind of ruined that practitioner grade kind of, you know, industry because we had to sell it for MSRP by, by what our agreements we sign up with those companies and yet you see them for far cheaper online. Well, that's not right. So practitioner grade means you had to go through your practitioner to order it, right? Meaning the consumer couldn't just direct buy. Yes. That was the whole point of of practitioner grade supplements is they have to get it through their practitioner. And, uh, you know, so I decided I was going to create, it took quite a while. I did, it took a lot of time before I could figure everything out and, and come up with my brand the way I wanted it. So all of my, you know, all of my supplements are in glass, dark, amber bottles and that was one of my criteria you know some of it's in plastic because it has to be you know some of the uh you know like my greens there's no way to ship that in glass and i do get breakage here and there but that's part of it but my thing is i want all of my supplements that can be to be in glass that's important to me because the plastic leaches into the supplement and then you're going to be ingesting you know that those toxins that are coming out of the plastic because a lot of these supplements uh they do. They absorb almost anything. So you have to be careful when it's not encapsulated, but it's actually a tablet form. If we could get really specific, I'd like to help people understand what they should be looking for and what should be raising red flags. So I I love that you just mentioned the glass bottles because I don't always adhere to that. And I keep hearing more and more about it. And I've heard, for example, that fish oils, if you're taking a fish oil, that you really want to be getting that fish oil in a glass bottle. Would you agree or disagree with that? 100%. Absolutely. Um, Glass bottles, a lot of uh, even the main big guys in the natural health world who I know well, a lot of their stuff is in plastic because it's higher profit. And I just refuse to do that. Um, people who know me and know how I, I, I feel about things and my integrity, I just refuse to cut corners for certain things or, or anything like that. I just won't do it. It's not worth it to me to make an extra 10 cents. Right. It's not worth it to my clients. So if you can, try and get it in glass. Um, not that, 
It just it depends, but most of your high end good supplements are going to come in glass. They just are because it costs more and cheap. You know, avoid cheap. That's one of my main things. If it's dirt cheap, just stay away from it. What else should we be looking for? What what? How do you know if you pick something up at the store? How do you know when you turn it over and you read the ingredients that it's probably full of crap? Or is the point that you really don't know, so you have to just get comfortable with a couple of brands and stick with them? What's your approach? That's exactly it. Um, you don't know, even if it's a good ingredient, you don't know where it's sourced from. A lot of yeah. ingredients today, especially in whey proteins, come from China. That's just the way it is. You have to know the company and kind of become a little bit intimately involved with them. You know, maybe follow them on social media. Ask them questions. See if they'll respond back to you. Do, you know, a search on them. See if there's a lot of complaints about their products. Uh, it's not a perfect system, but everything I teach, no matter what you do in life, especially when you're purchasing items, it's about a relationship. You know, I buy products from companies and people that I have a good relationship with. But most people, Gary, are just like going into a store and they're like, just tell me what to buy. Like, I just don't even now I don't even know if it's full of junk. Like, I know now I'm going to look for a glass bottle over a plastic bottle and that I'm probably not going to be even looking at Costco and I'm not even going to Walmart. But but at Target or Costco or my traditional grocery store, I'm probably not going to get the same quality as I might get somewhere else. But I'm not sure we're telling them what they can do easily. Like, how do they easily go and make a choice that they that they know won't be wasting their money or even harming them? Again, the best way is to find that local small health food store. Okay. This is why. Those people are going to almost always have a background in nutrition, supplements. A lot of them I've met have been are herbalists. I have a store I go to and a person that I talk to when I'm looking for something for a particular condition or something that I'm looking for. But I have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with that store and that person. They work intimately with the people who make the supplements and sell them because these guys go to go to a lot of the the shows. You know, they know the main uh, you know seller. They meet the people who run the companies. So it's a lot more intimate. The whole process is a lot more intimate. That is what makes the difference. They're the educated individual who's going to be able to lead you in the right direction. That's what you're paying for. When you walk into a, a main chain grocery store, those people are not experts. They're nowhere near. They just work at the store and they stock the shelves and they run that department. If that, you know, you're just picking it off the shelf willy-nilly without any information. And that's why I always recommend going to a, a you know, a small health food store or chain small healthy grocery store because the service you're going to get get is far better than anywhere else. Okay, and then I know some people, Gary, will be going, "Ah, oh, who has the time? Like this is so complicated." But the truth is, I don't know what your approach, Gary, is. Mine used to be buy whatever people that I trusted were saying was good for me and then try it. <laughs> that used to be my mm -hmm. approach. <laughs> and now my approach is I've narrowed it down because at the end of the day, the best place to get your vitamins and your minerals is from your diet. <laughs> that's yep. my, that's kind of where I start. And so now I've narrowed it down to just a few things that I know that I want to supplement with. And I don't do it every day, but you know, I have my few, I have a fish oil and I have a magnesium and occasionally I have a couple of other things. But my point is, 
it doesn't need to be complicated because once you've sort of landed on your portfolio, that's your portfolio, right? And you might not take it every day, or you might say, I'm just going to take this one, two or three things every day. Or, But it's not, it, it doesn't need to be like this big ongoing issue, right? You can sort of settle in on what works for you, barring any, you know, any special conditions or something. Exactly. And I actually created a uh, total health package recently because of that, because I get got so many questions and I have what I call the foundation supplements that I feel that I've taken for several, several years myself and that I have found with clients and that with almost every person in the U.S. today and the, the diet that they consume, that these are the best supplements that everyone can take. And it's a good, healthy multivitamin. It's an organic greens, fish oil, vitamin D3, a probiotic, and turmeric. Those are the six supplements that I have found almost anyone can benefit from, no matter what your health status is. Mm -hmm. With that, and I talk to people because, uh, you know, I get questions on it and they're all, hey, I eat fermented foods on a daily basis. Do I need to take the probiotic? But I tell them, well, no, if you're if you're consuming a good fermented food every day or close to, well, no, you don't need to take the probiotic every day. But when you travel, it's great for people who, even though they eat healthy, when you travel, it's great to take a probiotic. Or there's days where you may not get that fermented food. So I don't believe in overdosing on a probiotic. It should be something that is minimal. And, you know, 50 billion to me is that's that's a therapeutic level. But you can buy that on the shelf, if not more. And to me, that will actually do more harm than good in the long run because you don't need it. And plus, you're just throwing money away. Thank you so much for that explanation. I think that'll help people a lot. What is one habit that you would like us to try for one week? Um, to exercise outside. And I think this is a, a big thing. I'm a gym rat. I always have been, but I exercise outside as much as I possibly can. I think for a lot of us, we get stuck in that rut. You, you work indoors all day. You get in that box with wheels on it and you hear the world's going to end on all the talk radio. And then you go to your, you know, your dark, dingy box of your gym, and then you go back to your home dark, dingy box, and you watch a box. I, I tell people, get outside. You know, enjoy yourself. Get some sunlight. Get some fresh air. Take a deep breath. It is so relaxing, and it's such an easy way to decompress. And it works. They've done studies on exercising outside, and it is far more beneficial than exercising indoors. And that's what I would tell people to do. Just work out, and, and it's not complicated. My workout, the bulk of my workout is pull-ups, dips, and air squats. Those are the three main exercises I do, and you can do those outdoors almost anywhere. I absolutely love that tip. Okay, and what is one resource that you love that you want to share with us? Um, I'm into outdoors websites. I'm into uh, a little bit, I shouldn't say a little bit, I'm a part of the survivalist community because I'm an outdoors guy. I'm building a house off the grid. That's kind of my thing. And this health and everything is a part of it. Why don't you give us something to go look at in your survivalist or off the grid arena? Yeah, it's actually called the Survival Podcast by Jack Spurko, a very, very dear friend of mine. He does a, a, an expert council on Fridays. And I'm the health and nutrition primal paleo guy. So I'm on the podcast once a week. And for people who are really looking to simplify their lives and kind of start a new journey, survivalist has kind of a bad connotation to it. What I tell people, it's not people digging bunkers in their backyard and, you know, storing food to the sky. That's really not what survivalists are about. That's kind of more of the prepper mentality. 
And there's nothing wrong with that either. But survivalists, it's more about self-sufficiency. It's about doing more on your own instead of relying upon other people to do it for you. That's the big takeaway. Okay, so tell us the name of that podcast again, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Sure, it's called The Survival Podcast. Okay, I probably could have worked that out. So Gary, this has been very interesting. I know people are going to have a lot of questions on the supplement issue because I think we've stirred the pot and it's going to create some questions in people's minds. So if they have questions and they send them to me, can I get them answered by you? Will you uh, Will you do some follow-up Q&A for us if we get some questions in? I will. And I'll give you a good resource as well. I wrote a pretty extensive article on supplements and especially counterfeit supplements, and it's on my blog. If they go to that first, it may answer a lot of their questions. I know exactly the one you're talking about, and I will link to that in the show notes, okay. Gary. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. I know you're in the middle of building that house off the grid, so good luck to you, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on, Ella. All right. It's been fun, Gary. Thanks. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Gary. I hope it got you thinking, if nothing else. And certainly he is entertaining and has a lot of strong opinions. But that's Gary. That's the Gary Collins that we know and love. But what are my takeaways from this? Because it's very easy to hear some of this content and just be like, oh, you know, I can't win. So take supplements. Don't take supplements. Everything you have is going to kill you. Everything you eat is counterfeit or dangerous in some way. No, that's not the message here. The message here is for us to just think and for us to just spend a little bit of time thinking about and maybe even researching what we put in our mouths. Now, does that sound hard or complicated? I mean, come on, we have the internet. It's not like we're going to the library here. So he really nailed me when he said, you know, a lot of people spend six months researching the kind of TV they're going to buy and not any time researching what they're going to put into their mouth. And I was like, Okay, can't really relate to the TV example, but I can name 20 more examples where he is exactly spot on. I mean, I'm going to spend three days of research trying to figure out where to take my next vacation, but I don't want to spend 20 minutes doing a little digging into what I'm putting into my mouth. I mean, come on. So what I took away from Gary has actually influenced some of my buying behaviors. And so let me tell you what I mean. I am now completely switched over to getting my fish oil in a glass container. That's important to me. I don't want my fish oil absorbing and leaching the plastic from the bottle that it came in. So I take it in liquid form now and I consume it out of a glass bottle. So another thing that I do is on Amazon, anything that I ever share with you on Amazon or by myself, I make sure that it is the actual manufacturer storefront and not Joe in his garage or Joe in China selling me a product that came from God knows where. So I am only sourcing vitamins that are coming from the company that manufactures it itself, but has created a presence on Amazon. I took all of those suggestions and I made sure that the Amazon store that I've created for you that has the supplements that I buy all listed in it, I made sure that those are all sourced correctly. So if you're curious about what supplements that I take or what brands that I trust, you can find out for yourself. Go to onairwithella.com and just click on the shop tab. I have put the supplements that I take all listed there for you under the category called edibles in the store that I created for you. And those are the brands that I know, like, and trust. So check that out. All right. In other news, I want to thank 
the entire country of Canada, the entire United Kingdom and Australia, because you guys are starting to crank out the iTunes reviews. You are not caught up to the good old United States of America, and I challenge you to this, and there is still a contest running for the single best, well-written, witty, clever, or loving review in iTunes in Canada, United Kingdom, or Australia. So let me hear from you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. If you have questions for Gary, you just let me know by sending me an email to contact at onairwithella.com or jump on the site onairwithella.com. You guys go have a great day. See ya. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.